Howdy, Yokes. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I am just not bringing the energy right now. And the reason for that is you might not be a patron just yet. You're thinking to yourself, wow, Tyler. I thought it's because you suck, Tyler. Wow, Tyler. You're just using my money to bring the energy. And the truth is, I'm a very tired man. I work very long hours. This is all selling you way too hard. Here's the thing. If you like the show that we do and you want to support it financially and you have the means to do so, you should head over to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs Check out all the really cool rewards. One of the ones that we're bringing back that we used to do a lot and haven't done in a while is Google Hangouts, where we sit down with like eight to 10 patrons and we have like a live conversation where we play games, talk about life, talk movies, all that sort of stuff. And also it'll definitely be a Zoom call now because Google Hangouts doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I mean, Google it's like a legacy name, right? Um, But basically we sit down, we chat, we hang out, we have a good time. We used to play like Among Us. Do you guys remember that game? I'm old. I was, I'm gonna divert real quick. I was at work today and one of my coworkers was like, oh, I hated college. I was like, what? How did you hate college? And she was like, well, for two years, I was doing everything online from my parents' house. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I cannot freaking imagine. That was COVID school. I'm old. What's it like to be 11 years old? <laughs> She's 23. Um, like anyway. I said, 11. Uh, anyway, if you like the show and you want to support it financially and you sure. have the means to do so, patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. Check out all the amazing reward tiers. We're doing a Google Hangout as long as nothing changes a week from today. So today is Thursday to you, not to me. To me, I'm talking in the future. But today is Thursday. A week from today, we are doing a Hangout with our patrons, uh, all at the 25 or up reward tier. Uh, and we'd love to see you there. So go ahead and Siggity sign on up. We don't charge your card until September 1st. It's, it's August, right? Yep. Yeah, we won't charge your card till September 1st. So you could just lie and be a bad person and say say you're not going to pay us. I mean, it's a pledge, right? So you're you're promising to spend the $25, but you don't you don't actually have to. I do this to get the magnets from versus. This has been the longest cold open. I do this to get the magnets from the university. Yeah. If you pledge $50, they send you the magnet. You don't actually have to. Well, so here's the problem is I don't get the fucking magnets. Oh, cuz they don't know where you live. No, they know where I live, but I missed a year in there somewhere, apparently. Oh, yeah. So I get stickers now. I don't get the magnets. Yeah, I, uh, I got out of the Anchor Society. I literally was talking to Bashkir Vendrick about this, and he was just like, I, my hands are tied on that. No And way. I was like, you can't even, like, I'm on the board with you. You can't even, like, just sneak one in there for you can't me. Just sneak one over. Anyway, was like, no. this was the cold open. On with the show. Howdy, Yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And today we're going to fight Vecna. Or maybe we're just going to save Hawkins. So saw off the shotgun. And pull the strings. Because today we're bringing you Stranger Things 4 Part 2. Tyler, okay, you're done. You're done. That's all you can legally use a master puppet from Metallica. Really? Yeah, they'll come in here and 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 murder you. Okay, well, it's actually pretty close. What I'm doing with my left hand here. It's not that hard. It's all. It's all the open. It's a low. It's a D, right? It's a drop D. It's not drop D. No, it's an no, E. It's E standard, yeah. E standard. Okay, well, anyway, it's a. Bu- 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 and what you're doing is you're hitting on the. What's a fourth up from E? A. A is the next string. You're yep. hitting the A string on like 753. I don't know what it is. 531. I think technically you're going up to the to like the 12 and not up really? to the string. Well, I think I thought I watched. I can't think of the freaking actor that plays Eddie's name right now. Uh, Joseph really, Quinn. 
I watched Joseph Quinn do it in the Metallica thing, and he was going up to the A string. Well, I, I just, I, I'm not positive off the top of my head, but I think that's how James Hetfield from Metallica does it. Well, he was playing it with me. I, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. Uh, anyway, so we're talking about Stranger Things season, season four, part two. two. Uh, I got the bandana and everything. For, you do. You, yeah, you got the bandana. You just came back from Floyd Fest. I came back from Music Festival. You probably worked at Surfer Boy Pizza. I did not there. work at Surfer Boy Pizza. I think you know what I mean by that. Uh, a little purple palm there tree There was delight. no purple palm tree delight. <laughs> <laughs> I got I, a negative review here from uh, Jer- Judy. I almost said Jeremy. <laughs> I just got, I got distracted by the name of your person. Andrew Mail. Andrew Mail. <laughs> Andrew Mail. <laughs> that sounds like a fake name. Uh, my name's My name's Andrew, Andrew Mail. Mail. I am not an alien. My name's Guy Standing. <laughs> my name is Ford Prefect, and I am not I have a negative an review. alien. <laughs> I have a negative review here from Judy Berman of Time Magazine, who says, overstuffed with plot, but bereft of substance, Stranger Things wishes it had so much left to say. You really think it's, how did you say your name? Berman? How did you say it? Judy Berman. Not Batterman? No, I think it's Judy Berman. Give me words. Like Chris Berman? Give me words. You know, like the, for, the football announcer? Give me words that mean eggplant. Aubergine. Aubergine. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, I couldn't think of the word, though. Aubergine. Uh, yeah. I have a positive review from Andrew Malay from the Times in the UK. Uh, they have Times over there? No. Well, actually, they no. literally own Times. No. 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 Oh no! And it's true. It's where all the time comes it's from. It's where the time comes. So from. they make all the time. We've been to the time factory. We've been to the time factory. We did the little. Oh, it's eight o'clock. Oh, it's seven o'clock. Oh, it's eight o'clock. Oh, it's one thirty-two. Oh, I'm in New Mexico. Oh, I'm in Arizona. Shut up! It's not that interesting. Okay, they're just like it's. It's all the government giving you a tourist attraction. These lines don't mean anything. Time is a construct put on the, <laughs> by the government to keep you working the nine to five. You couldn't have a nine to five shift if there weren't no nine or five. They're thinking, I'm Let me tell you that much. The British government is keeping us <laughs> chained to the wheel. The industrial revolution. The industrial revolution. <laughs> Guns, up. germs, and steel. They're coming after us. Yeah. Uh, Send large guns and money. The shit has indeed hit the fan. <laughs> ah, ladies yes. and gentlemen, my name's he- Sam Elliott. Have you ever thought about buying a Dodge Ram? Does he do the Rams? I think that's who does the Rams. I, all I know is, I think I've reamed about this on the show before about the use of uh arctic monkeys yeah about do i want to know about the arctic monkeys to sell it's just straight to, up to not in to sell. commercials but people doing the sam elliott impression right they're like you ever been in the ass by a woman with a bigger <laughs> than you <laughs> you might be just right for you a toyota just tacoma. right for a toyota tacoma <laughs> if you ever thought about buying the 2022 nissan titan no well, oh my should. god can you freaking imagine owning a titan if you're gonna buy a truck that's not from that's from Japan and not buy a Tundra, what are you doing with your life? I'd buy the Hyundai. Anyway, uh, Tyler, do you have anything more better to say than I would buy the Hyundai truck? Because that is an unacceptable opinion for you to hold. I think I think the tiny truck is making a comeback. The, so the, buy a Ford fucking Ranger. Ford for, Ford Ranger is still a uh, a body on frame. I want all one. I want that monocoque chassis. Yeah. <laughs> they always talked about a Top Gear. I had no idea what they were talking about. Do you now? I do now. Okay. But I was like, you know. Do, there is a Q I the like Sparkle 14. is listening to this show right now. Like, I don't even know what a truck is. Yeah. I <laughs> Let alone what a monocoque chassis is. <laughs> and now we're going to get a DM from Q where she's like, I know a lot about trucks. And I actually know a lot about trucks. <laughs> I know a lot about the Ford the Ford Ranger. And actually tell you wrong. The Ford Ranger is a monobody chassis. Uh, I don't know for sure, to be completely honest with you, Q. Uh, positive review. Yes, episodes still feel overlong, but the stakes seem real again, and the world generally, genuinely terrifying. 
far more in keeping with the show's Stephen King influences than any aimless feel-good Goonies vibe. Stranger Things is scary and strange again. I'm Andrew Mail for The Times in the UK. I think I read that the way it's supposed to be read. I mean, potentially. there You didn't quite nail the, like, there's like a like a British news anchor like voice. Oh, no, I was going for David Attenborough. Oh, 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 okay. Episodes still feel overlong, but the orangutan, see, I think it's right there. Yes, episodes still feel overlong, but the stakes seem real again. And the world... That's my, my British newscaster voice. Whoa. Are, are you under the impression, I just want to go back to something you said earlier, are you under the impression that Time Magazine is a Scottish production? <laughs> Judy Behrman. Because you said Judy Behrman. <laughs> Overstuffed with plot, but I have to substance Stranger Things wishes it had so much <laughs> left to say, Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Bill Nye. Do you the, fear death, Judy I, Behrman? Oh my God. I've been having... Um, Judy Berman of Time Magazine is watching this right now. Like, what are you guys what doing? You, what are you guys to doing? my good Christian To my legacy. <laughs> I don't think... If you work at Time Magazine, I don't think you have a good Christian family. I I think Time okay, Magazine... Okay, I was saying good Christian name as in, like... I've forgotten that that is a thing people say. Because I'm just so used to the meme of, like, not in my good Christian Minecraft server. <laughs> that I forgot that that was a legitimate thing people say. Wow. I've oh, gone so far back on the other end that I forgot God existed. <laughs> well, um, theoretically. Do you think if you work for I try time, not to, honestly. If you work for as time much as humanly possible today. I don't. I work here's for your my brothers. Thing. I think forty years ago you wanted to work for Rolling Stone or Time Magazine. I right? yeah. I mean I still would not mind working for Rolling Stone. Or Time Magazine. Or Time Magazine. If Time Magazine if Judy Behrman at Time Magazine calls us up tomorrow and is like, Hey, can you guys do a three hundred word review for me on Stranger Things? Every episode. Can I'll, I do it in Scottish? Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, can I do it in Welsh? Have you seen the person that on TikTok that accidentally bought the Peppa Pig book in Scottish? <laughs> <laughs> My daughter has, has fallen in love with Peppa Pig. I've learned if there's one way to get your kids to love something, it's to say... Oh no, my kids will never. My kids will never be Peppa Pig people. But Peppa Pig is just like British Bluey. I know that it's the other way around and Bluey is just Australian Peppa Pig. But like... It's, it's pretty wholesome. There was your uh, recent moment on uh, the most recent episode of Popcorn Culture that hasn't actually come out yet. It didn't come out on Friday. Um, oh, what's up? Where, we your brother, scoop. where your brother Jonathan said that uh, one of the characters in Bluey always says, oh, biscuits. Oh, biscuits. And he thought that that was like slang in Australia and not just like a like a like soft an exclamation. swear word. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was sitting there like, Jay, it's Australia. Who says, oh, biscuits? Bandit? I don't know. I've never watched Bluey. You never watched Bluey? No, I'm an adult. Oh, it's so good for adults. Way better for adults than for Olivia. Okay, but like, I there's, there's so much content out there that isn't targeted toward children. <laughs> yeah, but Bluey's seven minutes an episode. I mean, surely, surely. Well, let me tell you what's not seven minutes an episode is Stranger, <laughs> Stranger Things season, season four, four, part two. two. Uh, the last episode, I didn't even finish it. I've seen it. I watched it. I got through the- The last episode uh, is almost twice as long as Toy Story. <laughs> I know. I got through the- uh, um, the master of puppets scene. And then I was like, I know what happens for us to this. Yeah. We, we're good. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of stuff. Eddie dies. Uh, Everybody's mad about two days later. A lot of people. Have, so we went out and asked our Facebook community, which is free to join, by the way. And our discord server, which for, is not free to join, by the way, which is not free to join. It's $3 a month on Patreon about uh, stranger things. Season four, part two. And a lot of the takes had to do with Max Mayfield surviving uh, and Eddie dying. Um, I, you, so good things can't happen on Stranger Things ever to anybody. Like nothing good happens to anybody. And Max Mayfield dying would have been the merciful good thing to happen. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so Max Mayfield like, oh, is. They're acting like it's an easy, convenient thing that she came back. Sans soul. Right. 
Like Eleven's in her head at the end, like, hey Max, where where you be at? You're not you're not here. Yeah, no, you know nothing the, nothing good is happening to Max. Nothing good is happening to Max. All her bones got snapped, her eyes are gone, she can't feel or see anything, and then she has no soul because she's literally dead. I mean, like it counted. Like the right. kill counted. <laughs> right. Yeah, because he kills her and then he opens up all of the all of the darkness or yeah. whatever. The upside down. The, the rift to the upside down, yeah. Uh um, which slices Jason in half. I forgot Jason died. Yeah, Jason got got squunched by the, the rift. Squelches wetly. <laughs> yeah. Jason got squelched wetly. Got squelched wetly. Uh let's let's get into the uh, first let's talk scores. Uh because I do want to talk about Max Mayfield and I do want to talk about some of my favorite stuff in in episode nine. But I do want to talk about scores just for the series, all of season four. All of season four. Ranking against, I guess, the other three seasons. And then also how Stranger Things as a whole ranks against TV. So I think I said this in the last episode that we talked about this, but it's been two weeks. I don't remember 100%. If you had ended, if you had ended Stranger Things in that final episode, that's a that's a 100%. That's top five all time up there with like Breaking Bad. Like, you mean without the two days later? No, like if they had, if they had just like, if Eleven had just actually killed Vecna instead of just sending him back to, to lick his wounds. Right. And then they, they wrapped it up. Yeah. That's a, that is a 100%. As it stands, there's another season. There's another season coming out. It's confirmed. Obviously in the end of this, you know, stacks up to that. There was another season confirmed before volume two even came out. And I, I fell victim to it where I was like, there's no way they're going to do it. I know they said it, but like they're lying to us. They're just messing with it. They're also like, oh, there's going to be five major character deaths, which there just weren't. Um, there will be next season. Yeah. Will well, be the fifth, right? Because I they mean, there's said, one more in a season. They said five. No, they said five major character deaths in the final episode. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, that didn't that happen. Didn't happen. Um, yeah. So they said five. Eddie and Jason, right? That's it. Eddie. I mean, I, yeah. And I guess Max. She comes back. Papa. Papa does that. Was yeah. that the last episode? Or no, was that it the, wasn't. But was it might have been just volume. I don't know. They're so, once you get past a certain point, that it just becomes like, it's all so just one long, yeah. beautiful series. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? As it stands, yeah, there's another season coming out. So it is an unknown quantity because of that, right? Like, I'm not that I'm not going to score it, but it is, it is very possible that the last season will be terrible. It was very possible that this season was terrible. Like, that's what I thought going into it. I was like, man. They're getting older. They did three. Are they going to be able to hang it on for a fourth season? And the fourth season was supposed to be the last one. And that was the whole thing. And then it wasn't the last one. And I'm just I'm sitting here now like, y'all dodged a bullet on that one. <laughs> season see, four was really good. I think I am living in a golden era that I never got to live in before. Where even if they screw season five, th- we can have a different discussion then. But like, this is Game of Thrones pre-final season. Is like, yeah. it's obviously one of the greatest is, shows of which all is time why I'm with like, breaking bad with lost right like and i know that lost is a controversial take here because of season four uh and the ending and five and six yeah. and the ending uh i don't care what you think <laughs> i'll watch season one of lost and treat that like the greatest show of all time yeah uh seasons one and two really but like, um yeah i mean i think but that- i think this is in that conversation yeah. right now and until they take it, I think I think greatest until proven not. Right. That, that's that was sort of the point I was making. Is yeah. That like, yes, it is. It is a it is the infinity war of the saga at the moment. Right. So it is like it is the best thing we've seen thus far. And I do think Avengers Endgame did a really good job of not ruining Infinity War and also creating a satisfying and, and concluding movie. Yeah. Um. So that, think- that is definitely possible. It is definitely doable. It is not the standard for television. 
The standard would be that the last season sucks. Yeah, most shows last season, even if it's a, pro- a planned last season, is the worst one. And that's why like Breaking Bad did so well. Is because the... the they the, cut it off when they... Every episode to. was better than the last one. Like... Yeah. I do think... Like right up until the, the things, finale. The finale of Breaking Bad's crazy. I do think one of the things you miss with this compared to something like Breaking Bad is you do miss some of the like challenges that come with being a TV show because Netflix just puts all of the money into this. Yeah. Like Brian Cranston, I think Brian Cranston worked harder on Malcolm in the Middle than maybe not the adults, but then any of the kids in this. Shows. I mean, I wouldn't, I would not a hundred percent agree with that. Like maybe not Malcolm in the middle, but certainly with breaking bad. No, definitely with breaking bad. But like, just, but if you, if you ever listen to an interview with Brian Cranston, where he talks, like talks shop mm-hmm. and talks about his acting method to me, that is harder work than Noah Schnapp. You play D and D with your friends. Right. But like, this is also the, and will be for a long time is now the like gold standard for child acting. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. It does not get better than this. Because it is the only time you have ever believed that kids are kids and not just, you know, puppets being directed and written for. I think what's so interesting to to me about this is it's like, I mean, this took the golden standard for for child acting away from, I think, Daniel Radcliffe. Um, probably. I mean... I don't think Rupert Grint did that great. Like if you go back and watch him again and I love, I, listen, I love, well, actually I take that back. I think Rupert Grint did a fantastic job. He just hasn't done anything since. Right. But if you go back and watch. <laughs> Whoa. What? That's what Rupert oh, Grint yeah. does. If you go back and watch Sorcerer's Stone and Chamber, like th- that's rough. It's not are, as good as, as those are rough season movie. one. Yeah. It's not as good as season one. Uh, and they were, I mean, they were babies. I just, so were, so were Danny Radcliffe, Rupert Grint and Emma Watson. But like it, they do the flashbacks throughout the whole fourth season, and every time I'm just like these were they were babies. They were so <laughs> they were young. children, and they weren't. They're older than every single one of them is older than you think they are. Um, they were young. Yeah, but like it, it now, in season four, every single one of them is over eighteen. Yeah, yeah, and they're supposed to be high school freshmen, like barely. <laughs> they still look pretty young. They work really hard with Noah Schnapp. I think he, when I watch him in interviews, I'm like, that's an older kid. And they work really hard with yeah Millie Bobby Brown, who has really taken to adulthood yeah in her professional like in her personal life yeah i guess in her professional i know it definitely for some of them it still feels like yeah no i love stranger things but it's almost like i'm still doing stranger things like i still have to be yeah i still have to be still have to be 14 <laughs> like right so uh, apparently I, there will be a significant time jump aka or theoretically quote air quotes inverted commas uh between seasons four and five so i think you have to you couldn't tell me I, <laughs> that Jonathan is in high school. It's one of those things where it is like, it is wild that that it's possible though. Because I, and this is sort of where I get the like two days later thing where people are like, you're telling me everybody was just like, yeah, okay, it's time to just batten down the hatches and you know, it's just a disaster. You know, and, and, and so like, if we're talking about, oh, well, there's going to be a year, maybe two years in between season four and five, like, what were they doing? <laughs> What, what were they doing for two years? Yes, Vecna's gone. We're all good now. <laughs> and like, maybe if they'd been like, oh man, I, you know, we really got Vecna. If any of them believed that, it'd be one thing. Well, clearly they have this, this scene where they're all standing there like, looking off in the distance like, ah, shit. Still got to deal with Vecna. Here he comes. Yeah. Uh, and that's like the last scene. So like, clearly they're all aware of like, it could not be a more like, not cliffhanger, but like a setup to another episode, another series. We talked a lot about episode five, like the last 10 minutes of it. 
not episode five, episode nine, the fifth episode we watched. Yes. Do you want to dial it back a little bit? Sure. And talk about actual episode five. Sure. Uh, this is the Nina project. Um, I mean, I don't know what to say here. Oh, so, so this is this is the first one that she's back in the in the in, in the, the tank, chamber. right? What yeah. do you think? Uh, so we could talk ad nauseum about what Marvel has done to VFX artists in Hollywood. What do you think of the effect of the little girl that they photoshopped Millie Bobby Brown's face on? They're not photoshopping Millie Bobby Brown's face onto her. What? It's just a girl. That's just like a different kid. Yeah. No. That's why she's just Millie Bobby Brown in most of those scenes. What? What are you talking about? When she's little. Every time she's little, that's just a kid. That's just like some kid that yeah. looks like Millie Bobby Brown. Not particularly. I know. I didn't think so either. I mean, yeah, like it. That's why. It's like I'm, I don't. It's not. It's a. I guess a practical effect is what we're calling it now. <laughs> that's what anything that is uh not, not CGI, CGI is called is a practical effect now. Uh, Spider Man has to not wear a mask ever. Has to be CGI'd on in post. But um, part of that you got to think is Tom Holland. You got to make sure you get my face, guys. I'm Stan Lee's best creation ever. No, nah, there's no reason for Spider Man not wear a mask. I'm Billy Elliot, baby. <laughs> um, no, it's just a girl. Like, just it's just a different kid. Yeah, it's just a different kid. I didn't know, which that. is why it's mostly just regular eleven. Right. I know like, that. Like, yeah, for a lot of it, they were like, "Oh, we're just gonna put 18 year old Millie Bobby Brown." Yeah, we're in just here. gonna put her in there. It's, we're not gonna say anything about. It. I was definitely confused when that started. What are we going for here, team? It's kind of mad they shaved her hair again. I don't feel like she deserved that. I mean, they didn't real life do that. I know, but I don't feel like she deserved what they. I don't like. I'm not saying they did real life did it. I like. I don't, don't feel think like they, Eleven's. I don't think Eleven deserved it. to go back in. I think, like, even if they're looking to get her powers back, that sucks. I. It's such an interesting dynamic with Eleven's character. I wanted Eleven to die this whole season. Um, obviously, like that's not gonna happen. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> that's. Not, uh, I mean, that's got to be the finale, right? Like, no. Jon Snow lives. I mean, she, uh, yeah, but she's not Jon Snow. She's she's Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah. Does she die? Yes. Uh, Watch the show. She's she's sake. Arya Stark. Does she die? No. Okay. Nailed it. She's Arya Stark. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Got it in one. <laughs> Got it in one. Uh, I, so the Nina Project, we go back in, we get to meet, um, I think this is when we first see one Henry. Henry? Hector? Henry. Henry. Hank. Hector. Hector. You watch too much holes. No, he dies and becomes uh, Hector from Coco. Nope. Hector from Coco is Vecna. Nope. That's not <laughs> That's not a thing. That's my theory. I work for the Super Carlin brother, and that's my theory. That's your, your hot Coco theory? That's my hot Pixar theory, <laughs> is that Stranger <laughs> Things ties into the Pixar theory. Uh, Vecna's responsible for the cars. <laughs> <laughs> Vecna is how the cars get their eyes. Uh, <laughs> Every eye that gets taken by Vecna goes to a car. Goes to a car. I've never even watched a Super Carl. That's not true. I watched a lot of Super Carl Brothers videos in my life. I never watched a Super Carl Brothers video. I don't know what happens to the Pixar theory. I, I invented the Pixar theory. Thank you very much. Um, what did I say? Vecna is cars. Uh, speed. It's the first. I am, I am speed. speed. One winner. <laughs> 42 first losers. time we see henry i love this character so much more than i love vecna <laughs> it's a real moon knight phenomenon no i mean it's always the same dude right like even vecna is it's like vec he's got such a weird body shape vecna looks so funny he's got like such a swimmer's body his yeah. torso is so freaking long and then he's got little baby legs yeah but no it's like it's like ethan hawk and moon knight oh oh i see what you're saying yes 
when he goes in the in the when he goes into the, the uh, asylum. Yeah. The what's a duot? I watched Moon Knight again. Apparently. Hold on. What's a duot? That's the liminal space between life and death. The boat. When is Ethan Hawke in the duot? That's what the asylum is. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's the safe space that Stephen and Mark built. So they can talk to each other. I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't get Moon Knight. Clearly. I I felt so dumb afterwards. Because right there at the end, I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it. But I do have questions. <laughs> Maybe the, the if you'd like to become a $5 patron, <laughs> you can listen to the Hash Browns where we spoil Moon Knight. I don't want to spoil it, but I also don't know if I am spoiling it. Uh, anyway, Nina Project. We have to meet Henry, Hank. I think if you call him Hank, it works better. Yeah, all Hanky Vex. Hank, Hanky Vecna. Um, um, ooh, hello. What's his last name? Creel. Hank Creel. Henry Creel. That's a good name. Yeah, so it's Victor Creel. That's a solid name. Hank and Victor. But yeah, so we meet... Um, She's doing the like the time loop thing where she has to like go back through the memory and she has to do the the, the Ready Assassin's Player One thing. thing. What? She's like doing the hit flicks. She has to, like say the lines when they happen. Oh yeah, she's doing the war games thing. Sort of war games. I mean, this is literally like the plot of Assassin's Creed. I never played Assassin's Creed. Oh well, they, like you go through. I'll tell you. I, let me tell you how I played Assassin's Creed. Is this Grand Theft Auto? You're supposed to get like 100 percent synchronization with the memory. Oh. So you can unlock powers. I would say, is this Grand Theft Auto? And then throw a guard off a bridge. <laughs> is this like is this like fantasy Grand Theft Auto? And I mean, throw a guard off a <laughs> I mean, it basically bridge. is. And then I would jump off a building into a haystack. And they'd be like, where'd where he go? go? <laughs> and then you do the... And then I would throw a guard off a bridge. Five stars. <laughs> Remember when the first one came Woo! out? We just sat there. Like, there was a, like a bridge. A group of people. I mean, it was a cliff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All day, like there was like five of us shaking turns on the sticks, just hucking people <laughs> off this cliff. Goodbye, NPCs. Like I don't <laughs> don't need you. That's basically all L is doing here is just hucking kids off cliffs. I mean, so there's there's an open world Harry Potter game coming out. Like I'm gonna be able to just like do that to students, right? <laughs> five stars, Dementors start chasing <laughs> you. <laughs> There's just a tank with a Dementor inside of it. Mad Eye Moody with with uh, uh, Barty Crouch Jr. inside of him comes up and just kills you at five stars. <laughs> Maybe five Horcruxes, right? Five, five. <laughs> yeah, when you get to you get to seven Horcruxes, you gotta fight Voldemort. <laughs> um, Nina Project L ends up in the thing. This was my least favorite episode of the show. Really, of this season, yeah. I think so. I didn't think I had a bad episode in this season. I don't think I did either, but I, I got, I don't know, man. I don't like, I wasn't enjoying the interaction. I was so mad that they like brought her back in all this. I was mad at Owens. Who's Owens? Uh, Paul Reiser, the, the, the guy, the, the one that took over for Papa. Oh, I like him. Yeah, he's good. But I was mad because I was like, he betrayed Eleven. This is BS. Yeah. But he also then like, I do like his sort of redemption where he goes and stands up for her. And I think it's so interesting, like Papa's narrative, where I think it's easy. To, we're going to jump all the way to the final episode here, but it's easy to think that at the end, like he really did want what's best for her. He absolutely did not. But he straight up didn't. Like he yeah. dies a villain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is what I love. He doesn't get a like. Like a redemption. He, he, they try, Like he does. He does good things at the end, but he still dies a villain. He dies a villain because he says everything I did, I did for you. 
And it's like, well, mm-hmm. that's manipulative. And do you think she owes you something? Just she doesn't, doesn't get it. Yeah, you she doesn't owe you anything. So I don't honestly remember what happened in this episode outside of the Eleven stuff. But she goes through this like time loop like a bunch of times. They they also, trying to get her powers back. They discover the Creel house in like Nancy and and Jonathan Nancy and, the gang, and yeah. yeah, not Jonathan. Not Jonathan, Nancy and Steve. And Steve and Dustin and... Discover the Creole house in the Upside Down. No. No, in real life. In real life. So they haven't gone into Watergate yet. No. That would be in the dive, which is... Duh. They go to the Creole house, they use the flashlights, and they light up as Mm. he is attacking... That was so cool! Yes. He was attacking Patrick, right? I guess. That's how Watergate gets formed. Yeah, but they were... I guess, yeah. Because he's like going to his spot so he can attack Patrick. Yeah, and then they... They go meet up with Eddie at uh, Lovers Lake. Lo- no, before they go to Lovers Lake, Rick's house. They go to um, they go to Kissing Rock or whatever Skull Rock. Skull Rock, yeah. Which is like we're doing Tuma Horse, just as a heads up. Yeah, season five Tuma Horse. Yeah, a Sarawak is the big bad. Yeah, you thought Vecna was the big bad? Wrong. Yep. a Sarawak gave Vecna his powers. Yep. I mean, I like it's got to be right because they can't just have the same. All right, I'm doing I'm doing the you thing now. Where I'm leaving, I know, leaving and I'm back. leaning into it. Yeah, they can't just like have two seasons of the same villain, right? Like, there has to be... The Mind Flayer was a villain for two seasons, right? No, there was... A, well, first of all, the Mind Flayer was never really the villain. It was Vecna all along. It was Vecna all along. And then there was... there Because there was... There was there was smoke particle Mind Flayer that was inside of Will and was never really there. Uh-huh. And then there was Meat Mind Flayer. Uh-huh. And it had Billy. And Billy was the Jason. Billy. You know, Dacre Montgomery's in at least one episode of these five, last five episodes. Um, that being the finale. Uh, which makes it obviously the best episode. I mean, it's the, yeah, it's the best episode for many reasons. <laughs> Mostly Dacre Montgomery's in it. The fact that they took him out of the show pisses me off so much. He's, he's so good. He's so freaking He's just good. like, I want to see him in something else where he's not a total douche. He's Australian. I know. All of his light bulbs in his, in his house are below eye level. What? That's a thing. Dacre Montgomery believes in like light soothing you and calming you. So all of the, he's big on lamps. He used hue bulbs all over his house and every light bulb is below eye level. I vibe with that. I hate overhead lights. I love overhead I lights. Overhead I lights. can't stand <laughs> lamps. Pointless. Big lamp guy. Mostly the reason I hate lamps and I'll complain about this right now is if I reach over to the lamp to, we'll pretend this microphone is the lamp. Okay. If I reach over to the lamp and the twisty to turn it on is on the backside. Turn the lamp around. I do. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it's on the backside again. Oh, because I, you need you don't need to turn the lamp around. You need to turn. The, I need to turn like the actual the top piece. piece. Yeah. yeah, because otherwise the cord because the cord because then the cord the follows. Place. Yeah, the cord will go to the same place. Yeah, and that drives me nuts about lamps. That being said, I do have a lamp in my bedroom next to my bed, uh, which is very convenient. When I was a child, I always wanted a lamp because I didn't want to get up to turn the light off because that woke me up too much. Sorry, did you not have a lamp when you were a kid? We had reading lamps that would get like. 100,000 degrees. You couldn't just be like, hey, mom, dad, can I have a table lamp for my bedside table? No, you could never ask for something like that. My mom and dad would have bought. Like, Why the, couldn't you ask for something like that? Because that's rude. Why? I don't know. I just never thought. Is this is I have I have brothers thing. Like, no, I think Jonathan had a table lamp because he was into the Pixar theory. So he would have had like a like, oh, like a telescope, like one of these. Can the listeners see this? The listeners, obviously. I have no idea. Can the viewers see this? There's a mic stand right here that looks kind of like the Pixar lamp. That was pretty good. I don't have a lamp, but I do have a Mjolnir. 
So I started a new job recently. I want to tell you a very quick story. Okay. Uh, I started a new job recently. Mjolnir? No, I was at work Did the I... other day and we were listening to uh, not 97.3, the other rock station. Uh, 97.3 is a rock station? Uh, maybe Here? 97.3 is the rock station that we were listening to. I don't know. 96.3 is, is ROV. That Papa Roach song came on that like uh, the, oh, ah. That's disturbed. I thought it was disturbed, but then I said Papa Roach because I was like, if I say disturbed and I'm wrong, he's never going to let me live it down. I'm never going to let you down. Think he's down with the sickness. It's a Papa Roach song. But it was the I've been there six days, and one of the managers in my office looks at me and goes, "I bet you'd be pretty good at that. How do you how do you make that noise, Tyler?" And and you know what was crazy was like I knew the answer to that question. Yeah, (laughs) I don't think I could do it super well. It's it's a pig squeal, right? Well, nobody can do it like like David Draymond. But it's a so it's it's inhale and exhale at the same time. I, I don't I don't know how he does what he does. He, he, he's he's like a freak. It, it, you can't it can't yeah. go that quick. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. Can anyway. I tell you about Papa? Oh, no, good, go ahead, go ahead. That was my whole story. Was that like I'd been there six days, and my reputation is dude can probably sound like disturbed guy. <laughs> nice. Dude knows weird vocal tricks. Weird vocal tricks. Um, can I tell you about Papa Roach? Yeah, for sure. So last year, this is a jam-packed episode it, of it, Bacon and Eggs. Let's just let's take a tangent to talk about Papa Roach real quick. You took a tangent to talk about <laughs> talk about Disturbed. I did. I did. It's a, it's a quick story. It was funny. Last year, I went to one single day of the Blue Ridge Rock Festival. Yeah, you um, saw Ice Nine Kills without me, jerk. I did see Ice Nine Kills without you. So the band that was closing that show on the like main main stage was Papa Roach. Yeah. And they had like they had thousands of people standing out in front of them to watch Papa Roach. Yeah, I would go. But to it Papa wasn't Roach. like I mean they were not. You I know one Papa Roach song and they were not very good. Really? I mean they were fine. But this is what I'm about to tell you is like the dude gets up in the microphone like halfway through their set and it's just like y'all stoked beer Blue Ridge Rock Fest tonight. Everybody's like, "Yeah, woo." And he goes, "All right, when I say Papa, you say Roach." And he goes, "Papa," and like eight people were like, "Roach," because <laughs> it was like not there was not a song. Usually that happens when like a song is playing, right. or like a beat, and the guy was just like yelling, right? And it was just it was the most awkward thing I've ever seen. Oh, poor dude. Yeah, you know, he wrote an album of like punk metal music based on like classic American literature. Actually, just classic literature in general. Yeah. Maybe he would have gotten a better response there. Is that, you talk about Ice Night Kills? I'm talking about Ice Night Kills. Yeah. They did not get as good of a response as Killswitch Engage, who were playing right next door to them. I guarantee, even if I was there, I would see Killswitch Engage. They and were, I know every word were, to Ice Night Kills. They were incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you what, Killswitch Engage, that is a band. That is a band that I know can that's play a music. Song, but oh, they played it. Obviously, they played yeah, it. They played it. All right, cool. Let's talk about, uh, let's talk about stra- episode six. Strang- episode six, El-, El Devo. El Devo. I will yeah. say this is one of the greatest uh, retro horror posters of the bunch. Yeah. Um, but honestly, this is one of those ones where like, I like this poster. What we're looking at is, well, we'll post on, it's posted on Instagram, I think. Yeah. It's the one that says the dive on it. But like, I would have much preferred like a, like a much more Jaws vibe to it. I think there's a lot of Jaws to this. And that's too busy for Jaws. I think the skull I would have gone without. Yeah, I would have gone with with like small Steve and like big tentacle. Big tentacles. Big tentacles. Little. Steve. I think. I think if you Google Steve Harrington tentacles, you're don't gonna do get, that. Don't do that. All hey, sorts of results. Hey, viewer, don't do that. Don't do that. You're gonna get all yolks. Yolks. Just hit up 
tumblr.com slash Steve Harrington and Tentacles. Yeah. That's my new Tumblr account. I'm sure if you go on like, what is it? No, it's not. <laughs> what if you go like AO3? Is that the fan fiction? AO3, website? yeah. Yeah, there's got to be Steve I think Steve AO3 Harrington. stands for something. It's an archive of our own. Yeah, so it's three E, three O's. Three O's, yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Just call it. I guess AO3 is probably like AOO. I mean, listen, it's not as bad as people calling Buffalo Wild Wings BW3s. Oh my God. Where's that third W? Where's the third w? Where's the third W? Also, it's just B dubs. It's just B dubs. Also, I feel like such a tool. What, have you ever said B dubs to somebody and they don't know what it is? They don't know what you're talking about. And like now you have to explain, like, I'm enough of a regular at Buffalo Wild Wings that I know the slang name for the it. The wild thing is like people don't even call it BW3. It's BW3s. Like like Kroger's. They're wrong about Kroger's. Too. I'm aware, but that's the worst part of it. What about the uh like discount big box? fast fashion store jc pennies yeah it's just jc did i get that one right it's jc penny yeah yeah. single penny yeah the penny with a uh penny with an ey yeah jc jc penny it is however belonging to macy so like it is in macy's it is belonging to macy yeah macy's i remember there was a while where there's many sears many sears a belk a belk (laughs) not even belonging to belk just many many bloomingdales many many bloomingdales one belonging to one Dillard. It is. Just Fifth Avenue is belonged by it's Sack. Just Nordstrom. Fun fact. Nord. Well, it's Nord. Is there a difference between Nordstrom and Nordstrom Rack? Yeah. Are those different stores? That's like asking me if there's a difference between Brooks Brothers and Brooks Brothers three four six. Three four seven. Three four seven. Whatever. Three five seven. One of those. I've been hitting up the GW lately. The GW. Yeah. What is the G- oh the Goodwill? The Goodwill. The Goodwill. I have. I've been wearing everything I've worn to work for the past. This is my second week. Everything I've worn to work has been from the GW. I've got Vineyard Vines, nice. Polo Ralph Lauren. Uh, Basically, everything I buy at this point is from uh, it's a little boutique called Target. I do hit up the Target a lot. Uh, their shirts, I've got a long torso, maybe not quite like Vecna, but their shirts are a little <laughs> short on me. <laughs> he doesn't have a Vecna torso, guys. Listen. That dude's got a long body, and he's got no butt. I, how do you think the conversation went? He's mostly just like, like I don't know, like reanimated skeleton. Do you? How do you think the conversation went at Stranger Things headquarters when they were like, Vecna's butt, what are we going to do about this? <laughs> We've got these shots where you can see his side profile. What do we do about the butt? What do we do about the dong? We can't. <laughs> we can't just shoot it differently. Not possible. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do? You remember that uh, scene in Fight, in Fight Club where Brad Pitt is like, no, the real question is, don't give me the ass of the crotch. The Duffer <laughs> brother said yes. <laughs> We would like to see that Vecnussi. Uh The dive. Steve Harrington. We get more of Jason, the greatest villain of all time. I don't know why I like Jason so much as a villain. I think it's because he was so easily hateable so quickly. You know what I think it is? Because you're... St- think about this with me. Your state in the United States of America, your state is oftentimes defined by your greatest. So Indiana. What's the greatest thing about Indiana? John Green. Indy 500. Indy 500 and... Martin Van Buren. Basketball. Basketball. Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Thank you. Yeah. So for all intents and purposes, Jason, state champion basketball captain, should be not just celebrated in Hawkins, celebrated in all of Indiana, which we've talked about before. I think it was just a conference championship. Whatever. We're going (laughs) to... The fact that he's like a basketball champion matters. I think your state is very easily defined by what makes you the greatest, but your region or your area or your town or your county is defined by your outcasts. Yeah, defined by what makes you worse than everybody else. Right. 
And I think when you look at a macro level, it's the same thing is true about like what makes the United States great. We're not going to get into that conversation. But then like when you zoom it out, there's things you can say that make the United States great, like Los Angeles, New York, uh, great farming, uh, good zoos. Um, and there are things that make it bad, like Alabama. But then, yeah, then you look at the states and you define them by their outcasts. So you look at like West Virginia and Alabama and Mississippi and what makes them weird. Or you look at like New York City is one thing and then New York State is a totally different thing. Anyway, so if if the biggest version of where you live is the state, then it's defined by what makes it great. And then your region is defined by the uh, the rejects or the outcasts. And in this case, the outcasts are our heroes. Yeah. And so Jason is never a hero to us. But in his mind, he is larger than Hawkins, and he is. Yeah, he is the hero. It's also such a great just piece of. I don't even know if I'd call it because it, it's not allegory. It's just straight up like commentary, like that he is like the religious, you know, extremist, right? That thinks that you know the word of God matters to laws. I don't even think he necessarily is religious. I think he knows that the word of God will influence the people of Hawkins. No, I I think that he fully believes. Because like, you don't think it's all about Chrissy? No, because there's no motivation for him to. He doesn't care about Chrissy. Oh, I thought he did care about Chrissy. No, that's an interesting take. He's the he's the guy. He doesn't care about nobody here cares that much about their high school girlfriend. He does. No, he doesn't. He cares about. He's Drew. Drew. He cares about. I mean, he doesn't care about like. Uh, he cares about getting revenge for Chrissy. Not like he immediately takes it up as the cause, not as like he cares as much about getting Eddie Munson as he does about getting revenge for Chrissy because he will not listen to reason but you don't from think, anybody you don't think he looks at the situation and says if i tell the townsfolk that eddie munson is a cultist then they'll listen to him. like he doesn't i think he's finding the no easiest. i think he firmly believes it interesting yeah he's crazy yeah he believes the satanic panic thing for D. although dude have you read some D source material from the 80s not particularly man you will totally get where these parents were coming from yeah, but I mean, they said the Gygax had some thoughts. They said the same thing for us about Harry Potter, about <laughs> all of this crap. No, no, not quite the same. I think Harry Potter is like, this is clearly a fiction. You look at some of that Gygax stuff. I it's don't know, also man. clearly fiction. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, I would let my kids play D&D. I would DM for them. That sounds like fun. Not at this age. They'd be terrible. My son <laughs> would eat the dice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, is your daughter D4? would not participate. Um, your son would eat the dice. Yeah. Your third child is unborn. Yeah. But 10, 12 years from now, all in. Ain't no way Olivia's playing D&D with you when she's 17. You think Olivia would be 17 in 12 years? I think she's 14. I don't know why. Oh. She'll be 15. She might play then. Eh, it's going to be a whole different dad. Hold on. It's going to be a whole different era of parenting. At least I think this is what every parent hopes. And this is what my parents hoped. I think, I think my kid, I, at least my hope is my kids have and know their independence as teenagers, but also want to be like, want to do things with their. Yeah. But I will like, I don't think that she's going to want to play D and D with you. I went and saw 5150 with your mom. Yeah. That's a whole different thing. If, what if I come to the table and I go and I go, hold on. I come to the table with a pair of drumsticks and I start playing hot for teacher. I think if you play hot for teacher in front of your kids, they don't like you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think specifically that song you're screwed. Yeah. Specifically that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is really annoying. Got it bad. Got it bad. Got it bad. I'm hot for teacher. Got it bad. All right. So let's, 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 let's talk about another episode. I don't like. All right. The massacre at Hawkins lab and the Demogorgon escapes in the Russian prison. 
this is where we learn what really happened from that opening scene of, of the like, you know, what did you do? What have you done? We learn what happened to the kids that that one killed them. Now, that scene is from previous seasons, too, right? No, that's all new to this. Yes. I didn't know that. I thought that was I thought that was an, an extant scene. I don't think so. So we're going Maybe back pieces of it. We're going back pre season one, 11. Yeah. We're going back to like t- tiny child 11. Is that why I guess she's the only kid there? Yeah. Because the rest of them are dead. The rest of them are dead. And eight ran one, away. Because one killed them. Eight ran away? Yeah. Who's eight? Um, the, the, the girl from the second season. No, man. From the episode that everybody hated. No recollection of that whatsoever. Well, eight ran away. All right. Rock on. Got away somehow. And uh, yeah. So all the other kids are dead. That's why there's just 11. It's just 11 and Papa in when season one starts. And she escapes. And she escapes. Goes and eats Ego. I do like that in this season, they kind of get away from the Ego thing. And they're like, all right, we played that out. Well, I mean, she's not, you know, five anymore. Right. I just appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> she's in she's in high school committing felony assault with a roller skate. I love that. That girl deserved it for sure. Oh, man. I mean, don't parent your kids to like commit assault, but that girl deserved it. 100%. I think, I mean, yeah, I would never want my children. If my kids hit somebody, that would be obvious. But I totally see where Elle was. Also, Elle is not like a child that you would have raised. Elle was raised by Hopper, who... Was as we L learned. Was even this, raised by Hopper, right? But L like, was, that was raised in a lab, and then raised by Hopper, who for the most of the time they were together, he was like suffering PTSD from yeah. the death of his own daughter. Yeah, <laughs> which is not funny. Did we no, learn that not. in this episode, or did we already know? That? We already knew that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think this is where we learned about Agent Orange. No, because that's the episode we learned about his other daughter. No, we knew about his other daughter in season one. Oh, I didn't know that. Or season two, maybe. I need to go back and watch season that. one. I believe. <sighs> This is where we learn about Agent Orange. We, uh, I love the Enzo scenes. I love the Yuri scenes. I love that. I really love all the Russia stuff, but I also think it drags. It drags on, on so, so much. much. And like, I didn't need Yuri talking about his helicopter's boobs. <laughs> I think he was talking about its butt. Whatever. <laughs> this is Katinka. <laughs> she is. She is virgin to me. I mean, not real Katinka. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I didn't need all that. This is the end of volume one as it was released. Yeah. Um, how does this end? It's like a death or something, right? I don't remember because this is the one that doesn't have Will or Eleven in it at all. Or not Will, Eleven. Uh, Will or Jonathan or Argyle in it at all. Or Mike. Oh, dude, their story drags on too. <laughs> yeah. God, we have to deal with the whole, we missed it, I think. The Susie crap. Good Lord, that roll was my last, eyes. That was the last episode, I believe. Yeah, God. I don't want to deal with that. I didn't want that at all. Yeah. This ends with L killing the, uh, this is the end of, right? Oh. Yeah. I mean, this ends with her killing Henry. Yes. That's the, yeah. The reveal here is that Henry is Vecna. Yeah. And then we get to chapter eight and this is when she pulls the, the helicopter down. Yeah. When she pulls the, which was badass. Which man, how, I don't know how helicopters fly. There's gotta be a lot of downward thrust. Yeah. That she is pulling again. That's gotta be. No, her. I mean, they're pretty fragile. R.I.P. Kobe. Yeah. Just like, don't. Mm. Don't take a helicopter. Stop taking a helicopter. If you and your wife, listeners, if you and your wife don't ride the helicopter together because you're afraid one of you might die and leave your child, your children parentless, maybe just stop riding in fucking helicopters. I'm still mad. It's been like three years. I'm still mad. Stop riding in helicopters. It's it did been- not work for this guy. I thought it wasn't going to work for Joyce and Hopper. 
Dude, this dude, I do kind of feel for this dude because L kills him. Yeah. L just like You're straight the sniper up guy and the pilot. Yeah. Like L murders two adults. Yeah. She murders many adults. Well, I guess they, they mostly adult, the adults do most of the murder of each other in this scene in the whole. Yeah. This whole episode. I Yeah. So what I really liked about this one, uh, it was like a lot of people really die in this one. A lot of people die. They kill the scientists. Uh, they kill Papa. They kill Papa. R.I.P. Matthew Modine. What if Papa was played by Ted Danson? Well, he's not. He's played by Matthew Modine. But what if he was? If he was like... I mean, it would be a much sillier show. <laughs> do you have Eleanor Shellstroff's file or do you have a cactus? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Is it a cactus? <laughs> um, is Henry L's real father? Is that part of Papa's disgusting name? I mean... I don't think it's impossible because he would have been like, I don't know, we'll say eight when he killed his parents. Yeah, maybe 10. Do you think he would have hit puberty within three years and then Papa starts harvesting children from one? And that's where we get two. I mean, it's just, yeah, it is entirely possible that that they're all siblings. I definitely don't think we've seen the last of of that whole story. Papa is a Sarah. No, he's not the big bad. It makes sense. It would, but he's... Enzo is a Sarah. <laughs> the Russian turned good guy. Enzo, the guy from Game of Thrones. He's from Game of Thrones? Yeah. He's like Arya Stark. If you've seen Game of Thrones, that was really funny. What he just said, that was really funny. Arya Stark. But he hasn't seen Game of Thrones, so he doesn't know what he's talking about. She kills the Ice King. She does. She drops the knife. The King of Always Winter. <laughs> The, the night king, king of always winter. The night king. It's the His land name of is the no, king of it's, always it's winter. It's not. It's the night king. Okay. It's the land of always winter. The land of always winter. Yeah. That's from Adventure Time, man. That is Sergeant Gumball. That's a Cartoon Network show. The land of always winter. Princess Bubblegum lives there. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Game of Thrones is so good. This is high. F Shut up. Shut up. Brandon Sanderson. Brandon Sanderson's not pretending to be high fantasy. Yes, he is. I mean, maybe it's high fantasy, but it's not. It's accessible. So is Game of Thrones. And at least his big bad is called the Lord Ruler. How is that better than the Night King? Night King's not bad. I said Lord Always Winter, Land of Always Winter yeah. is stupid. <laughs> that's, 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 what's the one with the bird? What's the Adventure Time show with the bird? I know the one, I know you know the one I'm talking about. Um, Mordecai. Mordecai. Yeah. That's that show. <laughs> I almost said Rick and Mordecai. Rick. That's a show right there. Wubba wubba dub dub. A pickle Rick. Ethan has a pickle Rick license plate. In Virginia, you can get a pickle Rick license plate. And Ethan has a pickle Rick license plate. Ethan has a pickle Rick. Not like a license plate cover, like the state printed pickle Rick on a license sure plate. And Ethan Welcome has Welcome to Virginia, it. the home of the most custom license plates. Ethan has it. And it says. P-C-K-R-C-K. Yeah. Fun fact, my dog Pickles named after Pickle Rick. Oh, I forgot your dog was named Pickles. Yeah, he sure is. Is that short for Richardles? <laughs> we do call him Dickles sometimes. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, this is a funny show. Uh, We're fucking hilarious. I'm, I'm having a good time. I'm having a, a grand old time. I'm having enough fun that I would go to patreon.com slash bacon and egg. And I might sign up for one of them reward tiers. You know, we're trying to get up to $500 a month. Did you know that? All it would take would be like three of you signing up for them hangouts, I think. Got me owner. 
Majolnir. Majolnir. Jonathan. Jonathan. Um, uh, Papa dies. Papa dies. Papa dumb. Papa dies. This is a lot of setup for the finale. Finale, which is two and a half hours long. It's a straight up Marvel. Man. It's a yeah. It's it's almost twice as long as Toy Story. It's you know what it is is it's very long and it's longer than Thor: Love and Thunder. I've seen Thor: Love. Episode Episode Nine of Stranger Things season four is better than Thor: Love and Thunder, and it's got better use of of like eighties music. Oh, dude. So, I, so when I was rewatching, I was watching on Netflix on the app, which Netflix has this great feature where you can watch at 1.5 speed. Whoa, uh, you can? I didn't know that. Yeah, we brought this up last week. I bet you did it. I did not. Did you rewatch? Nope. Sure didn't. <laughs> didn't think so. Ran out of time. Yeah. I'm sitting here busting my butt, hopping on the Peloton and watching Stranger Things while I pedal. I went to a music festival. You know, they have nighttime and morning time at music festivals, too. Yeah. I saw the I saw the lead singer from Heart play "Immigrant Song" by Led Zeppelin. I watched the dude from Stranger Things play "Master of Puppets." Master of Puppets Metallica. by Metallica. <laughs> I've seen Joseph Quinn play "Master of Puppets" by Metallica hundreds of times at this point, maybe thousands, <laughs> both with and without Metallica. And I've seen Metallica play it without him in memory of him. Ugh, so good. I love how much Metallica's bought into it. That is my favorite thing about the whole thing. I love how much Joseph Quinn is like. I don't know how to really buy into this without like alienating myself yeah i feel like he's having such a hard time with it because dicker montgomery you know like sean astin came in from stranger things it was like okay well that's sean astin he was in broody like, yeah he's, he's in lord he, of the rings he's, he comes and goes from a lot of things right, he can do whatever he wants he's sean freaking astin and the girl that played uh barb was in it for two episodes was in it for like yeah for like two episodes that doesn't count the guy that plays alexi yeah he was nobody oh i forgot about alexi yeah, because you didn't rewatch those seasons. Yeah. You've got to go back and see the whole show. He he does the thing with the cup. Hold on. L- viewer, listener, just imagine I'm doing the Alexi thing. Viewer, you can see it. All he wanted was a cherry Slurpee, man. And to be an American. That's all he wanted was the cherry like Slurpee. like to have seen Montana. Um, That's from the Alexi died. But anyway, if you're sitting there, if you're Joseph Quinn, you're like, I don't want to end up like Dacre Montgomery and not get roles following this. Do I just... Yeah, I don't know how Dacre Montgomery hasn't been anything. Maybe he has been. Maybe but also, like, the difference between... Playing Billy in Stranger Things was always a, a, going to be a tough sell for like the rest of your career if that was the first thing you did. Why do you say that? Because he's he's so hateable. He was in Power Rangers. Was he? That was beforehand. But yeah, he was. But like, so Dagger Montgomery has leather bound uh, the scripts for all of his major product projects. That's cool. And <laughs> oh, he has Power Rangers, Stranger Things. Leather bound, which is so cool. I would have the exact same collection if I yeah. could. If, if somebody was like, Tyler, do you want leather bound copies of all the screenplays that Dacre Montgomery's been in? <laughs> I would be like, yes, I do. <laughs> I can think of actors I'd rather have it for. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> Instead of just a season of Stranger Things and the Power Rangers movie. Two seasons of Stranger Things. Two seasons of Stranger Things. Now three. Uh, well, two, full two episodes. Yeah. Two full seasons. Uh, yeah, I can think of a lot. Of, do you want George Clooney's? Yes, I do. do you, this is the second week in a row we brought up George Clooney. I was, I was thinking Sam Neill. Do you want Sam Neill? Do you want Chris Evans? I think we have Captain America right there. Do you want do you want Brad Pitt? I wouldn't want Chris Evans. That'd be a lot of like Marvel movies I, he's not very much in. Not as many as like Benedict Wong. Well, that's true. That dude's he's in, in all everything. of them. <laughs> I think Benedict Wong is just cheap. Did, I don't know. Didn't maybe somebody, he's getting paid, but I think Marvel's like, who from the C-list can we grab? Didn't somebody just sign a contract to be in like 11 more Marvel movies? Um, we'll, uh, Is that in the Around the Real? I think in Around the Real, we're talking about Eros. Um, 
Harry Styles yes, that was it. signed, yeah. I think it's a four film contract for $100 million. Harry Styles collecting the bag from every angle. Um, yeah, Papa. When you get arrested by the Metallica police, I'm not going to bail you out. The water main is making noise, tennies. <laughs> I honestly can't believe that they got. I mean, obviously Metallica bought into it and they're like all about it. And it's great. But like when I found out that they were using Master Puppets, because we plays the first chord, like I legitimately thought it was about to be Eruption. Eruption would have worked. That's what I was trying to say when I said hot for teacher earlier. Yeah. This, this a, we'll bring that back. Uh, but I can't believe the Metallica did this. They are notoriously like the worst about licensing. No, that Led Zeppelin is the worst about licensing. Metallica are the people that tried to like, like destroy Napster. Sean Parker deserved. Okay. How am I? Th- music is such a weird thing that like the man, obviously bad, but also Napster sticks it to the man. All so bad. But <laughs> that can't be the answer either. See, my thing is like, I. Sean Parker, bad. As a musician, I like, I think, you know, take creative control over your stuff, whatever. But like, everybody that's weird about their music being placed in like TV shows, movies, TV commercials, shut up. Do you think if Meow Mix approached a Metallica and said, we want to use Master of Puppets, Metallica <laughs> has to say, yes? <laughs> I absolutely do, yeah. I don't, meow, meow, I don't think meow, they have to, but like, maybe, maybe commercials is a stretch with this, but like, I think if, I think filmmakers the Got milk campaign wants to use one by Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> Hold your breath as I pray for Dale. Got milk. Got milk. <laughs> I, like, I think that filmmakers should be able to use whatever they want and it's like i really do why do you think dot com uses hot for teacher by van halen what is dot com no why do you think oh the like why do you think smoking is stupid from channel one (laughs) (laughs) i think i said this two weeks ago i maintain this smoking's bad nobody should smoke and that cigarette companies should be allowed to advertise on race cars (laughs) i maintain this and here comes bobby labani in the camel Bobby Bonnie drove the number 18 interstate batteries car, Tyler. Okay. And in your reality, he drives for Camel. No, he drove the interstate batteries car for, when it was still the Winston Cup. For Marlboro. 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 Michael, Michael Schumacher drove the Ferrari for Mar- Marlboro. 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 That's podcasting. That's podcasting. Saying the word Marlboro. 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 Just as bad to smoke as it is to say. As it is to say. I, I've never smoked I'm a Sam cigarette. Neal here for Marlboro cigarettes. They call them cowboy killers and I'm dead. <laughs> I tell you, I don't smoke, but like if you refer to a certain brand of cigarettes as cowboy killers, that makes Yo, me want to smoke them more. What if Eddie got up there? <laughs> Please do I want to know about you? And Dustin sitting there like doesn't get it at all. Most metal thing ever. Faith through everything in the Bacardi family. Look, the voice just comes out of nowhere. I mean, it is, hey, it is bats. It is. It is bats. <laughs> um, I think my one of my favorite all time favorite scenes, episode nine. Um, there's there's uh. 
I want to talk to you about a few things. Cinematography. Episode nine and episode eight are very, very careful with their cinematography. Almost every shot of every character up until characters unite is done like um, they're centered and alone in the shot. Okay. Um, what is that called? Why am I why am I blanking? They're not using thirds. They're they're centered. Just, just centered. So, yeah, they're centered in the shot. Yeah. And there's nothing else with them. Um, every hashtag character. accidentally Wes Anderson. Yes. But on pur- very much on purpose because it happens to every single character. Listen, nobody's ever doing anything accidentally when they're doing the Wes Anderson thing. I know. This is really interesting though. You could watch this on mute and understand exactly what's going on if you're paying attention to the cinematography. And that's what I think makes Stranger Things specifically this season. I, I know it's always been good, but specifically this season, top five TV shows all time. Yeah. Uh, the moment... L links up with Mike. Nobody is ever in a shot alone for the rest of the episodes. Really? Uh, there That's are wild. moments when people are addressing their fight by themselves, but usually there is at least one or two characters flanking them. Yeah, because everybody for the most part pairs off for the last like two episodes. Yes. And like even the shots with Erica when she's in the fence by herself. Yeah. Like they threw in an extra. Huh. Uh, That's cool. So like almost never is anybody alone in a shot for the rest of the series and which i think is like even so they do the shots of l in the um so like in in episode five when they do the shots l in the nina project she's alone with all the screens above her right right um when they do the shots of l when she's in the salt bath inside the back of the surfer boy pizza you can see everybody standing around her um which i think is awesome i do think Flipping it away from cinematography and getting back into lore real quick, I do think the concept of the piggyback is fucking stupid. Why? It's it it does not link up just well. And like the answer to the season is they've been apart the whole season and we want them to all get together. And the answer at the end of the season is, oh yeah, no, they're still all apart. I think that's fine. No, I think it's stupid that L can just be like, Yeah, I'll go where Max is. I'll I'll get in Max's brain. I mean, it's but like that's A, it's you know, it shows. How, but Jesus Christ, man, that's loud, isn't it? It shows how much stronger she's gotten, even with her powers coming back. And B, it wasn't enough. Max dies. Eddie dies. Those were both tough. Eddie's de- so those were uh, tough scenes. In this back half of the season, we also see the near death of Steve Harrington. Yeah, I could not have. No, no. Which I, I do think he is going to die. I think he. Yeah, I think him and Nancy kiss, and he's yeah. Because it was when they when they had him, man. When they had him monologuing about the like, you know, Nance, I was lying about my vision earlier. I see the six kids, but they're they're yours. And I was like, they about to kill Steve Harrington in front of me. They they're can't do take it. Steve Harrington. They're gonna do me. it. They straight up cannot. They they're yeah they're they're absolutely going to. because he's he's done right. Like he's he will have peaked. He's peaked so many times. But but like he will have fulfilled everything he needed in his life. Yeah, and then he will die. That's my prediction. But Ed, Eddie was brutal, man. When he looks up at Dustin, is like, I didn't run away. This I, I'm getting chills right now Dude, just thinking about it. It's such good writing. And so my favorite scene, this is what I was talking about. This is how I got onto the cinematography thing. Um, when everybody pairs off, there's a scene after they go to the gun shop where they're all sitting in a field preparing their weapons. And they've got these amazing symbolic weapons where like Dustin and Eddie have the shields with the nails. Yeah. Um, and Nancy has the shotgun and Oh, it's so freaking good. <laughs> and, 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 uh, 
uh, Nancy, not Nancy, uh, Robin and Steve have the Molotov cocktails and the grenades. I'm getting chills thinking. Anyway, that scene where everybody is having their defining sort of come to Jesus moment with each other. Yeah. And the Nancy of that scene is Nancy empowering herself. Yeah. Love that. Uh, Did you see the, the, just to, to bring it back down for one second. Did you see the meme that was like, man, Nancy Wheeler is such an interesting character. The Duffer brothers really just said like, what if we gave Hermione Granger a Glock? <laughs> she's more Ginny B. Jones, if you ask me. Uh, she's more, yeah, she's definitely not Hermione Granger. She's more Ginny Weasley, book Ginny, than anything. No, she's, who's, give me a good female journalist. She's like Lois Lane. No, she's nobody from Superman. Lois Lane is, is exclusively the like damsel in distress character. No, that's the whole thing. They Mike even talks about it in these episodes that Lois Lane is at least an ace reporter for the Daily Globe. Mm, I don't know what. I think it's the Daily Planet. Daily Planet? Ah, Superman's not my fort. Yeah, me either. That's an American pronunciation of forte. Where would the E sound come from? You can't just interject that. Uh, but Dustin and Eddie. I love the Dustin, Eddie, uh, Steve love triangle in the whole season that like Steve and Eddie are vying for Dustin's affection, like yeah. affection and mentorship. Yeah. And men- menteeship. Yeah. And like Dustin loves them both so freaking much. Yeah. Uh, I love that whole dynamic, but Dustin and Eddie, Eddie like staying positive and saying, you know, making jokes as they head to the end of the world. I'm getting chills thinking about it. And then they like wrestle each other in the grass. Oh, it's so freaking good. And he says, yeah. Dustin, never change. <sighs> and then Dustin is the one person that goes up to Eddie's uncle at the end. Dustin was the only one that loved Eddie. Yeah. He's the only person who cared about him. Uh, you know, because I said her name a few minutes ago and now I can't think of it. The little sister. Erica. Erica loves to be involved with the D&D group, right? Yeah. And Mike. Loves Eleven and himself. Loves Eleven and himself. Oh my God. I didn't catch it the first time around. Like Will confessing his love for Mike. You didn't? I knew that's what was happening, oh, but I was man. like, oh man, people played this up to be such a thing. Second it time is. around, whoa. It is, and it's Will's birthday. Oh my God. Ouch. Yeah. God, there's a lot of hurt in this, this last <laughs> couple episodes, man. Um, oh. There's a lot of hurt, especially in this last episode, man. So let's talk about two days later. Let's talk about it. What do you, what do you, what do you make of that? So a lot of people really, from what I've read, People seem to be really offended or just like annoyed. A lot of things they don't like that, that nobody brings up Eddie's situation, which I think that really hammers home to me how much like how how much weight Dustin carries in the group that like they were all doing this for Dustin. For Dustin, not for Eddie. Not for Eddie. And None of them were, could give a shit if Eddie lived died. But they cared that Dustin they cared. They cared that Dustin cared. That Eddie lived or died. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's a pretty powerful way to send that home. Um I really like the the cap offs. I mean, it clearly it was like it is extremely obvious that they were like in the middle of making the last episode and got the call from Netflix that was like, "Hey, we want to renew you for another season if you got it in you." Right, and, and they, they were like, like, "Oh shoot! All right, uh, uh, um, um, <laughs> yeah, we could." We could we I don't do know that. if this would have been a very satisfying ending. Like, if Vecna just died right there, I love that Nancy. No, I, I think it. they reshot and like cut. Like, yeah. So, I love that Nancy did it. I want L to die personally. When Steve Harrington says uh, this was a lot easier when we had L, I was like, oh my God, what a great way to pitch this season. I mean, it'll be L's not there at all. It'll be like 
you know, they'll they, she L will die defeating Vecna. They'll build, they'll take each other out, and all the superpowers will be gone. And then you know they'll all be standing over Eleven's corpse, and Will will just look up and go, you know, I think the strangest thing were the friends we made along the way. And then just it'll just wet squelch out. That's the end. <laughs> and That's then the, the Sarawak eats Steve Harrington, <laughs> the, the, and Nancy oh, Steve throws. Harrington, a, Steve Harrington's been dead at this point. Steve Harrington, and then Nancy throws a grenade down the Sarawak's throat. Yeah, Steve Harrington's been dead. Vampire Eddie's standing there. Oh, uh, Eddie's coming. I mean, obviously, like if they brought back my boy Dick Montgomery, I mean he'll be back at least in like in like flat flash PTSD scenes, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't have a problem with two days later. I really don't. I think that the like. It's a little soon. You could give me like two weeks. No, I think two days is important because it's like it's the days after because they want to sell it as just like a like a disaster. Right. Not like, you know, world ending trauma. They want to sell it as just like the things that human beings will do to just sort of, you know, your your eyes will filter out your your nose or whatever. Like yeah. it's that thing. So I don't have a problem with two days later at all. I think it was a good like I didn't want to watch Dustin cry for 48 hours, right? Like, I don't need that. They've showed us what you needed to show us of that pain. Hold on. Season five. Okay. Jason is a Demogorgon. Listeners, this has been an episode of Bacon and Eggs. <laughs> no, think about it. How cool would that be? <laughs> I just love the strong cutaway. I'm a big fan of that. The, like, just the, the, the stew, the think. Uh, by Vaishon Brandon. Music by Andrew Scott Bell. Uh, it's andrewscottbellmusic.com. Vaishon Designs on Instagram. It's just what it says on the slide. I know. You can join our Facebook group. It's totally free. It's called Bacon and Eggs Fans. You can search it. There's a link in the bio. Bio? Description? There's a link somewhere nearby. Not, it's not uh, a bio. It's not a bio. Link not in bio. Link not in bio. Uh, but you can join the Facebook group. It's totally free. We hang out. We ask for prompts for Around the Real. We ask for prompts for movie scores. Um, and we just hang out. It's a good time. You can also join our Discord server or you can join our uh, Zoom hangouts. Uh, $25 a month on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Bacon and Eggs. Discord server is only $3. Um, and, and, and it's a pledge. So I'm not going to charge you the day you sign up. Patreon gives you the option to do that to your patrons. I think that's, it's a pledge. And also it's, I don't mind the trial. Try it. You don't like it. You don't ever take it. It's not even a money back thing. We just, Cause let me tell you, we can't afford to read. We just can't, but <laughs> I've already spent this money. money. It's already spent. I'll just tell you right now, but <laughs> we are adults with bills, with bills. And, uh, and that's that. But uh, yeah, so patreon.com, bacon and eggs. Um, thanks for listening to the show. This has been another rip roaring, rousing episode of bacon and eggs. We don't have scores for this, so we don't have to do all that stuff. Um, I've been Tyler Carlin, he's been Ethan Etchill, and until next time, or even Archie, a Sarah.